Welcome to All Things D&D Story Dungeon, where we share amazing Dungeons & Dragons stories with you every two days. Now heading inside the dungeon, we have... Why Talking to Your Dungeon Master Solves Every Problem, Literally. Hi everyone, All Things D&D is back with another story. Everyone loses their cool once in a while, it's human nature, but admitting your faults and making the effort to fix it really is rare. So think about those times that you may have lost it during a session over something petty, or when your DM was being terrible, and let us know what happened after listening to this story. We're on a plane where fire damage is next to useless. My character thus far has been very defense-oriented. She has a possessed magic shield that resists fire and does magic, and mundane full plate. No magic weapon, but Shadow Blade makes up for that. A key part of my character is that despite being a drow, she mocks Lolth. We're level 11, and the DM has made it clear the adventure is nearing the end. This is due to the fact that he has some real-life responsibilities that are going to impact our future schedule. We used to play bi-weekly, but he wants us to reach the ending before we wrap up, so we've switched to longer weekly sessions. Despite this, he still takes time to integrate our backstories into the adventure and inject a handful of side quest-like options to help us reach a satisfying conclusion. As noted in the title, the man's a saint. The Session during a long rest, the party is plagued by omens in their dreams. Some good, some bad. My character was visited by the Spider Queen, Lolth herself. She offered power, offered a place at her side. I refused, and a fight broke out. The entity possessing my shield joined me, and we held our ground for a moment. Then Elastree appeared and offered me her aid. I accepted and received a permanent boon equivalent to a ring of protection. Unfortunately, this also meant my shield became unattuned as the creature was weakened by my deity's brief appearance. So, that sucked overall. I asked if I could never attune to the shield again, but the DM assured me that the entity needed time to heal, so it's not a total wash. Near the end of the session, a powerful NPC offered us each a powerful item. Each item was either tailored to suit our class or strengths. They also doubled as a reference to a podcast we were all fans of. The item I was offered was a suit of armor that effectively replaced a lesser version of Hellish Rebuke once around and did fire damage. I wasn't excited about it, and I made a backhanded comment about it. I don't know if that prompted what came next. Before I could accept or decline, the NPC took an interest in my shield and made it clear he could release the entity. Suddenly, a vision. On one side extended a hellscape, and the creature in the shield rampaged. On the other side, a moonlit field and a shining blade. The blade represented either a moon blade or a certain angelic weapon. Both sides called out, a similar seduction from my dream before. The meltdown, the moment that I make it clear that I'm the a-hole in this story. I know the DM was trying to give me a narrative moment where I either embrace one side or the other, but honestly it was all the wrong options at once. The problem largely stemmed from my own knowledge and assumptions. The Moonblade is a potentially powerful item, which I once owned on a half-elf bard character. Emphasis on potentially. For those who don't know, when you attune to the Moonblade, you need to roll on a series of tables to determine its magical properties. Some are outright amazing, such as replicating the effects of a Vorpal Sword, or the ability to cast a high-level spell. But in the wrong hands, or with a poor roll, it could be as mediocre as a plus-one sword, with the ability to always sense true north. I was burned before, and I don't trust my rolls to yield anything better than a plus-one sword. The Angel Blade, meanwhile, is incredibly powerful, effectively making the owner an angel in their own right. But it also irrevocably alters the wielder's personality, and locks them into being lawful good. My intention and end goal for the character was to ultimately remain the same, chaotic neutral, or shift down to neutral evil post-adventure. Finally, releasing the entity possessing my shield was never going to happen by my own hand, unless that became forced upon me due to either possession, sacrifice, or done against my character's will. 
I could have just said no to it all, or gamble with the Moonblade, but my emotions were running wild, ever since losing attunement to the shield earlier. I lost control, told the DM I couldn't keep going and left the session. I had an angry, teary meltdown in my room. One of the players called me up after, and we vented about the session. After cooling off, I called up my DM and apologized to him for my crappy attitude during the session. I explained my side and he explained his. Overall, we had had different visions about what we thought was best for my character and ultimately came to the solution of retconning the final moments and changing the rewards. He didn't have to do that. I was acting like a child throwing a tantrum. He didn't know what I was building towards because I never said anything. He didn't need to go out of his way to please my ungrateful ass. But he did and I apologized and thanked him. To all the DMs out there putting thought and care into their games, to all the players silently building their dream character, to everyone who plays D&D, thank you and remember to talk to each other. Have a dialogue about what's changing, what you want and how you feel, to avoid problems like this from creeping up. One thing I'd like to narrate further is what this user, you slash Langerhans is me, pointed out. Realizing your mistakes is commendable. It's all too easy to become entrenched in an unreasonable standpoint. The real test, however, is learning from this, adjusting your behavior and reacting more maturely in the future. It does seem like a cool DM and that you both genuinely care about the character's arc. Personally, I'd almost be tempted to have the character say no to it all, screw the power, reject both offers, and make your character a paragon of free will and individuality. Chaotic neutral, baby! Thanks for listening to All Things D&D's Story Dungeon. We'd love to have you subscribe and review us on iTunes and Spotify. Until next time!